welcome to Wildfire Tribe. My yeah. name is Kylie. My name is Kylie too. That's pretty weird. Thank you for, I was going to say tuning in, but that's like an old school radio sort of talk, isn't it? Thank you for tuning in to 2GB. I like it. Thank you for tuning in <laughs> to Wildfire Tribe. Let us know where it is that you're listening from. Say hello. Hit the love heart, hit the thumbs up or one of those things just to show us that there is people in the world uh, on board as well. Now, we wanted to talk this morning or this afternoon, US time, about miracles. Mm. Do miracles still happen, Kylie? Yeah, definitely. They do? Yeah, why don't you tell and us? And just like, all kinds of different miracles. I feel like just talking even just about testimony in itself, like sharing our life stories that empower the those same things to be able to happen um, for other people in their life and what and how powerful it is to sit in somebody's testimony, to be a part of the atmosphere that is released as somebody shares about a mirac something miraculous that happens in their life. So um, I feel like that was at the testimony of our weekend and this is um, why we talk about our US friends as well because we've been a part of a, um, a, a, a an after-time <laughs> conference. An uh, after-time conference. Yeah, so. Very technical. Yes. Uh, we've been part of an after-time conference. <laughs> So, have you ever been part of an after time conference? Yes, I have, and that's exactly what we spent our weekend being a part of. Is um, an amazing conference that we that a lot of testimonies about what God's doing in people's lives were shared, and we were actually that actually activated miracles in our life at the same time. That happened yesterday afternoon, our time watching YouTubes that were pre-recorded from um, more than a month ago. So the possibility that miracles can happen even from a YouTube teaching months later when you watch it. So once again, that's why we've jumped on this morning or Sunday afternoon time, Ohio time, just to say hello to a family, an extended family that we have. We don't know whether, well, we're, we're quietly confident that they're okay with us calling them family, and we're definitely okay with it. And that's the guys at Legacy Church at Ohio in New Philadelphia. So for Tommy Miller and Kelly Love, mm. Olivia Ward, um, Shanda yeah. Miller, so hello, guys. Um, we wanted to get on and say thank you so much for sending us mm. the recordings <laughs> of your ReChurch conference when Kirby Delanarile was uh, at your church. And we watched them yesterday. So that's what we wanted to talk about this morning or this afternoon, your mm. time about what has happened in our lives and what we expect to continue happening in our lives from watching that as well. So take it away, Kylie. What what did we watch? What was happening in that? Yeah, so we watched uh, basically four or five different uh, sessions with Kirby Delanarol from Sri Lanka, sharing and Tommy Miller from Ohio, and they were just sharing with us rechurching like what does it mean to gather now and also just part of what Kirby was sharing was just releasing people's testimony like just being in the space and uh, ig igniting I guess uh, like a, a next level kind of faith within people just by sharing people sharing um, what was happening it, it, financial miracles on their phones at the time yeah. people getting uh money landing in their accounts or they they were having it, people gifting them things while they were part of the session and yeah. just kind of really ratings increasing that sort yeah of thing. and and just different things like that and um and and the power of what it means to come together and to be a part of a community of people that are all uh walking out this journey of loving God and loving one another and what that looks like. So what happened as we were watching that yesterday <laughs> afternoon and Kirby Delanero, who is from Wow Church, so that's pretty easy to spell for anybody that's interested in who he is, W-O-W, -W, and that's in Sri Lanka, and his name is Kirby Delanero. I won't spell that out. Uh, so obviously to find yeah. out anything about that church, this church is 
mainly based, I think, in Sri Lanka, but uh, throughout the world as well. And so as we were watching that YouTube, uh, like Kylie, I won't go through it all again, but it was a, it was a teaching uh, on miracles, on, on these wild events happening in mm. person. And as we were watching it, and this was actually filmed months ago, uh, we were believing for things to change for us as well. We were ever hopeful whilst we were watching it that those financial miracles they were talking about having happened there would, would happen in our life. And they did happen in our life. So throughout watching that, we were just uh, mm. encouraged, excited for and believing for money to enter our bank accounts that we didn't expect that, yeah, just to show up. And that's exactly what happened. So as we were watching that, uh, we do have a Patreon uh, link on our website for people to support all the uh, all the things that we do. We do have a podcast, etc. And whilst we were watching that, we got a a new patron, and it was for an amount of five dollars. So um, it's it's something that doesn't happen very often um, in in our life, you know. So it came up at that time. It's like right here we go. We're away. We've got our we've got our miracle, no matter what size. Uh, thank you to that Patreon supporter. And so then we got very excited and we were partway through watching this show and we went for a walk. We walked the dog. The dog was annoyed and wanted to go for a walk. <laughs> and so we just kept on talking in, about, you know, more to come, you know, that that was just the seed of a miracle that, you know, the, the tree that was going to grow from that seed was going to be enormous. And, and, and on our walk we were talking about the miracles unfolding for us mm. even as we walked. And so we had left our phones at home and we came back home and we uh, fed the dog and we sat back down to to continue to watch the rest of the YouTube teaching. And what happened, Kylie? And then we realised that there'd been an amount of money placed into our account as well. That Much um, larger than $5. Yeah. So that was amazing for us because, and I think too, part of what Kirby was sharing with his um, teaching was about paying the price. And it was about, you know, when you say um, you're just going to do whatever it takes, whatever road that God leads you on to expand what it is that you're believing for, to uh, come into the fullness of what can be, to break open and make a way so that others can just be catapulted into a place of freedom out of the testimony that you've walked. And I felt like it was so encouraging because when you sign up to do this kind of life that we're doing, and we really probably... I think because we're Australian and, um, you know, we have this kind of mentality about not necessarily, uh, you know, like if, you, if you're talking about, oh, woe is me or any of those kind of things, we don't want to be coming out of a place of sharing about the difficult times that we're walking through because we want people to feel sorry for us or something like that, that often you find that you don't share things that you're walking through and I feel like Kirby really empowered me in his talking about the difficult stuff that that they walk through the price that they pay to do the kind of ministry and everything that they do yeah it just kind of empowered me I feel like and so it's and, not the first miracle we've ever had though like our whole life has been those miracles because we've been walking this walk like for well for our whole life but especially like the two of us for since 2012 where we so that's like been 11 years now where we've just been sold out walking this walk so the point of the conversation today at least as we've just come on and begun so for those of you people that are just um, joining us now you know, I see that there's a couple of thumbs up and a couple of hearts and a couple of eyeballs on the screen but if you can just put in the comments uh, where you're listening from, that would be amazing to be able mm. to know uh, who's listening and and share it with other people as well. So we've just come on to talk about uh, miracles that have happened in our life just yesterday afternoon, but it's definitely not the only thing that has ever happened for us. We have a an absolute treasure trove, <laughs> decade long or more list of miracles that have happened in our lives that have got us to this point and. And it's not the end. It's just the beginning 
of more. We're absolutely believing that just yesterday as things reignited for us again in that financial sense that that, that would just be the beginning as well, that that this this tree, this seed that's been planted and this tree that's growing from there would just run wild now mm-hmm. that yeah that uh that that would continue to happen in our lives we have uh we have a lot of places where <laughs> it's not like we don't know places where we can spend money as well so uh, we're looking forward to more of those things flowing into our lives so a miracle that i had happened to me in a at a conference in wagga wagga so if you're listening from outside of australia wagga how do you explain where wagga is kylie even if you're in Australia, if you're if you're in WA or the Northern Territory or probably even Queensland, you might have no idea where Wagga Wagga is. Well, I think if you think of Melbourne being there and and Sydney being there, like if you went kind of out like that, in between Melbourne and Sydney, you'd find Wagga Wagga right. on the border somewhere. It's kind of like just above the border, isn't it? In, from yeah, New South Wales I think and so. Victoria. Yeah, we were we were at an event there, and it was a like a, a, a visiting, what's what do you call him? Uh, John Crowder was his name. So yeah. if, if you're a wild a, mystic man, a wild mystic man called John Crowder was visiting Wagga Wagga. Now we were there in a meeting and I had a very sore back. I've had a sore back on and off throughout my life anyway. It's not something that it's sort of only been debilitating a couple of times, but apart from that, it's just sort of sore most of the time. But you just continue on. Uh, but I was in this gathering and John Crowder actually spoke at one stage about miracles happening throughout the meeting. And it was one of those events where, you know, the guy at the front sometimes in these church circles, etc., will say things like that, you know, and is there anybody in the audience that is believing for a miracle or wanting a miracle, um, that, you know, now's the time and, I can't recall whether he got me to stand up or not. I think he may have and, and anybody else that was in the audience that was desiring a miracle. And so because of my sore back, I was I wanted that to be gone. And so I stood up and he did whatever he did. I can't remember whether he prayed or he just spoke for a while. And then after that, he he gave an opportunity to anybody that was in the audience that had received a miracle to come forward and share their story of what had happened. And my back was completely healed um, at that time. So I was just so excited about having, you know, a miracle happen in my back at that meeting that I went forward and spoke about it. He asked me a few questions and I just told people that, you know, I had a sore back and when he prayed, my back was healed. So that was an amazing testimony. But what I hadn't realised as well until... I don't even know when I realised that it had happened, maybe later on that night, maybe the next day. But I had a sore knee at that stage for about 10 years. I had a skateboard accident in Sydney on my way to work in about 2000, in the year 2000. And I landed on my knee and my knee was for 10 years just no good. Every time I crouched down, I'd go to stand up, my knee would like lock in position and I would have to straighten it out to be able to stand back up again and I wasn't sore all the time but it was just had that ability to lock into place and it was a real concern for me and it was something that I thought that I probably would have to have (laughs) surgery on or something at some stage so back to the conference in Wagga I stand up for healing from my back my back gets healed and then I realized that that problem that I'd had with my knee for 10 years was also healed and I hadn't even thought about it I hadn't even it never even crossed my mind that my knee needed healing because it wasn't something that was sore all of the time but to this day I've never had a problem with my knee ever since so miracles absolutely happen every day that's just mm. a you know a bodily miracle that that has happened to me and it's not the only one yeah it's amazing and I mean we just have just such a wealth of those miracles. You know, I remember when you were doing college and and we were like Bible college and we were you were doing Bible college full time and basically the other half of your full time life was like volunteering full time at the church and I was volunteering like 
three days or four days a week at the church as well and you and we were renovating our house which I was basically doing full-time while you were at college and we were in a quite a uh, pressed and difficult financial situation at the time like this was just coming off the GFC and we had closed our business because we had a a, um, a tourism business that uh, tourism would, had dropped like 40% in our region just coming off the GFC and it was a, a difficult and challenging time and uh, we were I remember we were sitting around the table one night and we would we'd basically just been living off sausages and mints for like months and months and months and you know you you get to this stage where you dream about a juicy piece of steak and I just remember we we just finished grace I think and we were just sitting with our boys and and there was a knock at the door and we were like oh there's a knock at the door and I think you know we basically didn't have anything in the cupboard and and which was basically just living on the edge every day (laughs) and there's this and then we I go over to the door and there's this lady standing there and she's got this bag and she said, "Um, I just came around because God told me to go to the supermarket and buy you guys steak. And she just had this big bag of like all this steak, like really, really nice steak. And we we were just flabbergasted. We were just like so grateful, but we just didn't even really know what to say because it was such an expression of, yeah, just of, of God saying, you know, I know that uh, you guys are, are living off sausages at the moment, but, you know, you guys are steak people in here. Like it was. There was a couple of uh, things that I want to say about that too. I want to, and that was more than 10 years ago, but mm. just thank that person for following God's mm. prompting yeah. to bring something to our door. Mm. And also I just want to mention that that was a time when our children were both obviously looking at their parents life as well wondering mm-hmm. you know is what's this all about just can God like drop stuff out of the sky you know my parents are believing that that they that he will and so that for that person to sharp when they did mm-hmm. was an example for our children of God coming through for us and for them mm-hmm. so thank you for to that person who did that and we just have a constant stream of those kinds of things that have happened throughout our life. Mm-hmm. And we just want to say thank you to all of the people that are in our lives and have been just doing things like that for us, just knowing when it is time to visit and drop something off or, you know, I've got a, we've got a friend who, oh, wow. We've just got a lot of people in our life that follow those promptings that, and and I just can't, I cannot um, uh, encourage you enough that when you feel prompted to do anything for anybody, just follow through because you just, you just cannot look at the outside of somebody's life and think that you know what's going on on the inside of it. And any, even the weirdest things can just be exactly what that person needs. Like even if it's just drop, you feel like, oh, I feel like I need to drop a tea cake in, in at those people's house. That's just the weirdest thing. Or, you know, yeah. I feel like I, I need to just give that person money or I feel like I really need to buy that person dinner out or like just sometimes it's the strangest things. You, you can know? be the answer to someone's prayer. Absolutely. In a moment and yeah. change a person's life forever yeah. by like Kylie said, it could be a, as simple as good morning, how you're going to somebody that yeah. you've never met before. Yeah. It could be just as simple as that. So let's look for those opportunities because that is the story of our mm. existence and, and whether it's us on the giving side or the receiving side, it's it's always amazing yeah. uh, to give as well, obviously. Absolutely. And sometimes to give seems like it's an easier thing to do, mm. but I've been prompted to give everything that I have many times, as in money. Uh, thankfully, on many occasions, I haven't had much money. 
It's that's, easier to give everything to when me. you don't have much. <laughs> when you only have a few dollars left in your pocket and it's not enough for a cup of coffee or something like that and you feel like God's asking you to give all of that to a busker or something like that as you're walking down the street, it is giving your everything. And I have done that many times and I've also given much more than that many times. And every time you do, mm. It's not only that it makes you feel good as the person who gives, but no matter the amount, it makes a difference in the lives of other people. Yeah. Like we were just saying, it mm. may be that somebody is desperately waiting for a sign to, yeah. for something to change in their life, mm. for something, you know, a, a glimmer of hope that things will get better. And your giving of any amount of money, whether it's the last two or three dollars you have in your pocket, may be enough for mm. that person to be, wow, like I'm seen. Yeah. I've been seen. My prayer has exactly. been answered. Well, remember when um like when we were living in Sydney, like before we even had our boys and I used to walk and do the shopping all the time. And oh, no, I think we were just, that's right. It's like when we were getting ready to have Sam and we thought, oh, we need a family car and we'd just got to get my mustache pretty Kylie. <laughs> we <a> could annoying. <laughs> and we had that miracle moment of being able to get our station wagon. And I remember taking this this Commodore station wagon to the supermarket and parking it out the back in the parking lot and going inside and just feeling like, wow, you know, like all these things are changing in our life. This is so amazing. We're getting ready to have like our first baby. And um, I remember standing in the in the checkout and being behind this this guy and he he had his groceries just on the on the um you know, on the conveyor belt. I don't even know if they had conveyor belts then. Yeah, they probably did. And um, and just sit and having this conversation with him and he was just telling me about how tough times were and he was saying, you know, I just, I only have like money for these essentials and all I want is fish. I just want to buy some fish, you know, like I, I just, if only I had enough money to buy fish. And as we were getting closer and closer, the lady kind of put all of his groceries through and he was still talking to me. And I just felt like this nudging of like, just buy his groceries for him. So I I leant over and I paid for his groceries while he was still talking to me. And he was just going, what is going on? Like, I don't understand what's happening, what's happening. And I just said to him, it's okay, like just take the money that you were going to buy your groceries um, with and go buy some fish. And he's just like, what, what, what? And he was like spitting out. He didn't know what to do, you know, because he'd just been having this conversation with me about there's never enough, there's never enough. And anyway, so he went off all shaken <laughs> from this encounter. And anyway, I just got all my my groceries and took my trolley out the back to our our station wagon parked out the back and I was loading everything in the boot. And all of a sudden I hear this, hey, hey, just this person yelling across the car park. And when I looked around, it was this guy that I had um, paid for his groceries and he was running across the car park with this bunch of flowers. And he's saying, oh, my goodness, I just... I um I just wanted to say thank you, thank you. And I was like, what are you doing? You were supposed to buy fish. <laughs> and he just he just took the flowers and gave them to me and he said, I had given up that there was anybody left in the world that even cared or, you know, that there was, he just said that gesture of you buying my groceries just completely transformed my view about that there is any hope left and he was just like I'm just so grateful and you know and then in return then I was like him I was like what are you doing like but you know that was just that beautiful space of wow just one gesture of just like it was just that one moment too and you can doubt in that moment you can go oh no and then he he could have just turned around and paid for his own groceries but in that encounter of just saying yes that nudge of just like God's just nudging your heart to just pay for the groceries and it's like a split second decision sometimes you only have a moment to 
go through with what you're feeling in your heart to do. But that moment of saying yes to something that might seem insignificant can be actually transformational and can actually transform a person's view of life in general. And and it's so powerful. Like, yeah, so I would just so encourage you in these everyday moments to just step in and say yes. Just say yes to that nudge of bringing a word of encouragement to just buying something for someone to giving in a way that you haven't like and sometimes these these places of giving it is not about everybody even knowing about it sometimes it will only be that receiver that ever knows if they even know yeah you know and it's such a powerful place of just opening up hope for one another because we're we all play different parts in the transformation of humanity. And I and think that's sometimes why when we talk about giving, et cetera, that we don't necessarily just talk about it on that day. You know, oh, I just walked down the street and I just mm. gave $20 to somebody because it's kind of like, well, it's, it's like it's a it's a God mystery or something. It's like it's yeah. an adventure and you don't need to go blabbing about how how amazing you are and how giving you are. And so it takes. It seems to take a, an amount of time, with, at a bit of distance between the event and when it is that you feel like sharing it as encouragement. Mm. I, I find for you know, there's been a couple of times where I remember driving through a town just before Christmas and seeing some people in a bus. Remember? Yeah. Um, I suppose we can say the name of the town, uh, Dubbo. And so we were in a place called Dubbo in New South Wales and leading up to Christmas and we saw these people near the Bunnings, wasn't it? Mm. Up near up near Bunnings in Dubbo and, yeah. and there's a KFC there and there were two people in a bus who were camped next to the KFC. So it's not in a caravan park. It's not necessarily just on the side of the road but it's in a location where you're not really supposed to be to actually be able to stay. And when we saw these people, we drove over to them and started to talk to them. It's following that prompting of what's going on here. This is a bit unusual. Uh, Do you want us to go and talk to these people, God? Will we just see what's happening? And so that's what we did. So whilst we're over talking to these people, we start to get the impression that they're people that are doing it having difficulty with finances they didn't say this to us but we just sensed that that was the case so over the period of the next I don't know how long it was we saw them again you know whether it was a few days later or a week later even and they were still there and we came to the realization that we had a role to play in helping these people by giving them some money and it was Mm -hmm. like I said it was leading up to Christmas and the amount of money that we felt like we needed to give them was quite substantial f- for us at that time. Uh, well, it's quite substantial anyway. Uh, it was a thousand dollars in cash, and we got the thousand dollars, which we happened to have in our bank account at that stage, and put it in an envelope. And I went to find them, and they had they'd moved from where they were. They were somebody had given them a part of their backyard to park their bus by this stage. And I can't recall how it is that I tracked them down, but I tracked them down to where they had moved to. And just in the week leading up to Christmas was able to give them an envelope with $1,000 cash in it. And what that did in that moment for those people, I can explain, but what it did for them beyond that moment, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's not, I've never seen those people ever again. Yeah. But what it did for them in that moment was it it broke them down and they were quite emotional and so was I. And they told me that they had always been people that had always helped other people, that they'd always given mm-hmm. to other people, that they had done things like that was happening to them. They had done these things many times before for other people, but they had never, ever been on the receiving end of that mm. and so for me to show up at their at their bus the week before christmas with an envelope with a thousand dollars cash stuffed in it 
I can only imagine what that meant to them beyond the time that I was with them. Mm-hmm. But even if it's just a glimmer of hope that that their lives are going to get better, that they've been seen, that people care about them, then that was enough. And we, we have I have a lot of those stories as well. Mm. So, you know, may that be the place that just the stirring that we had to get on today and just to share in this space about yes. igniting one another with our testimonies of goodness and and just and just following through, like you're feeling like... Be the giver. You, yeah, that's it. Like, if you can give, give. If don't be a, afraid that you, that person's not going to need what, you're, what you have to mm-hmm. give because there's something that it, every, in every gift of giving is a key that unlocks something. And whether or, or not it's like a, unlocking a financial space, it's unlocking a place in their heart, it's unlocking a miracle in their body, it's unlocking something, and that those gifts that we give to one another are unlocking spaces within us for more of him. And quite often the people that you get prompted to give to don't look like they need you to give to them. No. And I think that's where we are too in in everything at the moment. Like everybody feels like they have pressure because there's pressure coming in from all sides at the moment. Hey, we know people we know people in our own lives that even us as at a slight difference looking into their lives, we yeah. would think that financially, et cetera, that everything is okay for them. You know, they've got the two newish cars and they've they've got the jobs and they've got the house and they've got the kids at school and mm. they're running around busily doing everything that's on offer for life. Yeah. But it's very difficult for people at times through their lives and we mm. know people personally right now that financially they look fine from the outside but they're not. Mm. Yeah. And there's, there's hundreds and thousands of those people. So like even as we're coming into this festive season, you know, we're coming into this time of year where often there is this pressure to just go out and buy a whole heap of stuff. Like I can't encourage people enough to just really think outside the box with your giving this year. Really sit with God in it. Like how well, how is the best way that I can bless these people in my life and these people in my life? Because sometimes it might be far better than, you know, buying something for someone is just like paying for their electricity bill or like, you know, there's so many different ways. Because it's not even necessarily the amount of money that you give somebody. It's it's, sometimes it's that glimmer of hope that we've been talking about that lets people believe that they are going to be okay, that somebody has seen them, that somebody cares. And that is so much because as we're all walking these journeys with God, we're all wondering, like, you know, am I on the right track? Is what he's speaking to me, is that my way forward? But the way often that he confirms those things for each one of us as we're walking out our paths with him is that he stirs people's heart to actually bring something into your life. And so we are the answer for each other. We're constantly in this beautiful um, community of hearts, like encouraging one another forward in whatever it is in the pieces that we play for each other. And we don't even know what that is, but we can know our little piece if we follow the stirring that's in our heart to to bless one another in and whatever ways. Not, not it always to about be. money, though, is it? No. Like we didn't come on here to no. just talk about money. We came no. on to talk about miracles. Yeah. We just felt prompted to come on and exactly. share a miracle story that happened to us yesterday, which just happens to be money. Yeah. And uh, we've also shared with uh, people the, this morning or this afternoon in 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 other time zones, uh, miracles that have happened in our life uh, physically as mm. well. Yeah, it's not just about it's not just about money miracles. No, it's about saying hello to people that yeah you wouldn't normally say hello to. Mm. Because being seen is a massive thing, isn't it? Like someone actually seeing you and saying hi, or seeing you and 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 how you going? sharing a word of hi, encouragement, how are you going? and not just how you're going, like the Australian style. How you're going? I'm not going to stick around for the answer. I don't really care. I'm not really asking you how you're going, but how you're going? Yeah. And stopping and waiting for an answer. Yeah. And if an answer doesn't come, um, I yeah, I actually 
curious as to how you are going. Mm, yeah. uh, do you want to tell me what's going on with you at the moment? Are you are you okay? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you busy? What's happening mm, in your life? You're actually yeah. taking the time exactly. to ask people how they're going mm. and waiting for an answer yeah. might be the miracle, believe it or not, that somebody's waiting for. Yeah. That somebody's waiting for to believe that the world cares about mm. them. Yeah. We have these experiences every day, everywhere yeah. we go. There are people that don't expect you to say hello to them. Yeah, exactly. It could be their miracle. It could be their answer mm. to being seen. Yeah. To be able to encourage them to believe that the world is a great place to be. Mm. Yeah. And they are sharing our stories of both sides of receiving miracles in all their forms, like physical miracles and um, hope miracles and financial miracles, all the kinds of different miracles that we can be receiving. May that activate miracles in your life today, that you can actually bounce off those stories that we've shared and re and be the receiver, the the. What's that? What's that word? Reciprocant. <laughs> it's a miracle, really, that anybody can understand anything that you talk about. Sometimes, Kylie, you just make up words. I think we're allowed to. We're co-creating with the Creator of the universe. We're forming up a new future that a is filled language. with wonder and glory and mystery and adventure Imagine and what truth the world and would hope. Be like if everybody actually just saw everybody else oh, like, exactly. let's not even stretch it out to the love discussion you know like yeah. that we should love each other but just that everybody even saw everybody exactly. else and didn't just walk past people in the street and ignore them mm. but actually stopped and talked about things and cared just imagine mm. if that's all that happened today yeah yeah exactly because i think there are a lot of lonely people that are just going about their day and not ever really having an encounter with people like now we can you know once upon a time you used you could even have that one conversation with the person at the checkout but now we can actually go into our groceries and and come through the checkout without even encountering anybody as well like not even having conversations at all yeah and it's it's actually that's a good point when you think about the self-service checkouts at Woolworths, et cetera, now that we have, there's one person who's monitoring you know, five, six, ten, I suppose. I don't know how many. I've never counted them. Checkouts. And that person is quite often, you'll notice, staring at the sky. They're, they're not engaging with anybody. They're not even expecting to engage with anybody because this is a busy world now that we have mm. as well. And they're really just hoping that you'll go about your business and get your, your stuff and that that you will know how to press the buttons and, and you'll know how to put your money in and they won't have to interact with you. But maybe just take the time to say hello and how are you going? How's your day? Are you enjoying being here today? And 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 even taking the time to listen for some answers when you ask how are you going, how's your day? Maybe that person standing in line has never actually during that day had anybody genuinely ask them how they're going. Mm. Or or the people coming through the checkouts, like those are the people that I'm thinking Isn't can easily go through life. We've come on here to talk about miracles and we're talking about saying hello to people being a miracle. I know. Yeah. That's how busy we are. Mm. We, we've, we've sat in a park for five weeks in the middle of Alice Springs in 2013, mm -hmm. every day, Monday to Friday, for five weeks, we sat in the middle of this park in the middle of town and we learnt in five weeks many, many things in that five weeks. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we learnt, which we didn't enjoy learning, was that it is possible to be a human being in the middle of a town, in the middle of a very busy place, and we learnt that it's possible to be invisible. Yeah. And as stunningly handsome as I am, Kylie, and as you beautiful are. as you are, sitting in the middle of that park 
people would walk around us all day, every day, and not even notice that we existed. And that was unusual mm. for us to feel like we yeah. were invisible. And I think the part for us at that time in our life as well was that we were just desperately wanting a word from God. Like we were desperately wanting someone to see us and to say anything. Like we didn't even care what it was. Mm. And I feel like, I mean, he allowed that to happen because there was a great work happening within us. And Which is what, Kylie? Like so if there's a great work that's happening by God showing you that you can be invisible, what's mm. the work? What's the result? What's the outcome of that? Well, I think you see people that you that you didn't. So by being an invisible person, you learn to see other people. Yeah, and to see multi-dimensionally as well. Like I feel like now we see so many things. Like we we see things on people and around people. And and I imagine if we just took a moment now and we just like opened up our vision around the people that are actually we we would be able to see the people that are watching well, now. I don't have the technology to know who is watching, but if you're interested in the conversation, you're interested to see if we can actually mm. see what it is that's happening in your existence as well. Mm. Maybe just put on the screen uh, where you're listening from to give us an idea so we've got somewhere to start. And we can have a think about what it is that's happening in your world and what mm. it is that you're hoping to have change. Yeah. Because... As we've been talking about seeing people and being the answer for a miracle of any particular size, even just a hello to somebody that mm. feels like you don't know that they exist, maybe you're waiting for something in your life to change and you're looking for some glimmer of something to change. We've got a person that's actually um, said hello from Australia. Uh, so. I'm not going to put this person's name up on the screen just for their privacy unless, unless um, you hey, tell us that you're okay with us. Kangaroo you know Valley. But this person is listening from Kangaroo Valley in Australia. So, so cool. It's so good to have you join us and I just feel like that that's a very good place for us to start. So. <laughs> Kangaroo Valley. Okay, so... You're looking for, and you're looking for a glimmer of hope, mm. a spark of something being different mm. happening in your life, and you're wondering whether, you know, whether to take the step into the next, whether to take the step into something that you have an idea of what it is, mm. that you haven't, you're too scared to tell people what it is because it seems like it's too big, it's too too different to what it is that you've been doing mm -hmm. and you're looking for, you have been looking for some confirmation for that in the way that we've been talking about someone acknowledging someone's existence, buying them a coffee, mm -hmm. buying them a soft drink, saying hello in the street, something that we consider to be a little bit random to happen in your life. You've been looking for that, mm -hmm. that random happening to be a sign for you. <laughs> mm, I love it. I could just see behind this person and a huge, like a centurion angel, and I just kept on hearing, you've got this. Mm. You've got this. It's quite a big change, though. Yeah, it's big. Like? It's a big leap, like the kangaroo leap. It's like this bold leap forward, this kangaroo-sized bounding leap like <laughs> that's what's really difficult about about making change in your life too yeah. isn't it sometimes when it seems like it's mm. actually a very big leap you do look for mm. a confirmation from somewhere else in the world to yeah. take that big leap yeah and the big leaps sometimes that you need to take are just a knowing a confidence that mm. not everything is actually it's going to sound a bit. Not a, not everything in life is actually laid out in a manner that's comfortable. Mm. Yeah. Either. <laughs> but that the big leaps that you that you have decisions mm. to make around actually require mm. 
a confidence that's beyond what you feel able to make. Mm. But that it's 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 those it's those times in your life where you take those risks where you where you where you make seemingly big changes that looking back are those stories that you have of mm. the miracle happening, the yeah. everything falling into place. Like as I'm talking about this change in this person's life that they're looking for confirmation for it reminds me of our time at the end of being in Alice Springs mm-hmm. and we desperately wanted to stay there and we also knew that everything had to change for us for us to mm-hmm. be able to stay there and it was not happening and when we made a decision against everything that we thought that we wanted to have happen in that we it was time for us to go home to New South Wales within the space of one week we had a completely different vehicle. We had several thousand dollars put in our bank account from people that we knew, but that we never, we never asked them for money. We never, it, it wasn't, it's, it's not that kind of thing that happens in our life. We had a new vehicle. We had all the money we needed. And within a week, we were driving home to New South Wales. Mm. And it was not easy for us to make that decision, but it was mm. a decision that we just made and we felt like it was it was like being on a yacht, you know, where you see the the sail in the middle. I don't know much about yachting, but where you mm. see that sail in the middle that spins around and you've mm. got to duck down underneath it as, as it turns around fast. Yeah. And we just caught the wind. That was just from making a decision that was against what we wanted to actually have happen and everything unfolded. It yeah. was like catching the wind. And there was so much flow, wasn't it? It's like there was momentum. It's like that first leap that you take and then all of a sudden, like that's the perfect picture of that sail flipping around and then bang, the wind just comes into it and off you go. You're just like flying in this in this new direction. But it's that, it's that leap. It's that faith leap, isn't it? Mm. Like it's, it's like mm. God wants you to, he wants to show you that if you're prepared to take a risk on him, that you can catch the wind with him, but you need to take the leap for that to happen. Yeah. It's not like everything's laid out in a manner that's that's just smooth sailing all of the time. And that's the power because we get to choose. There's actually not a right or wrong in those decisions. It's just like because he's always with us. doesn't matter what we choose, he's with us. But the power is that we can choose the wild way. We can choose the like all out there, I'm all in. We can choose the wild way or we can choose a safer way or we can choose like a what we might think is a conservative way. It doesn't matter because he's on all the ways. But if we really want to choose the wild way, there will be on the other side of that decision, this like flow through that just empowers you with momentum like you never imagined was possible before you said yes. I love how uh, when you make when you make these decisions in life, you know, sometimes you've got, um, we, we certainly have family around us that think we're a little bit irrational <laughs> and well, they've told us that and, <laughs> and we definitely have friends like that as well and maybe we are but we're, we're, we've chosen the adventure package. We've chosen the package mm. with God that is the path, the road less travelled, you know, that, that four-wheel mm. drive outback adventure that, that when you take a road that's not normally travelled, it's a bit bumpy sometimes and sometimes you have blowouts or your car blows up and we've had all of those sorts of things too and and from the outside, people looking in our lives quite often are confused as to why we would choose to take the adventure package. Mm. But with the adventure package comes the stories and the coming through yeah. of God as well. Mm. So, you know, the, the risk that we that we keep on taking, that we keep taking not just because we just feel like taking a risk, but we feel like there's a whisper in our ear of a new direction that doesn't seem to fit in with the mould of the normal, we've always found that no matter how difficult it is along the path, that we end up with this amazing story of encountering God's provision in miraculous ways. Is it easy, Kylie? No. (laughs) No. No, it's not. It's not easy. 
because like Kirby was saying in his talk that like there's a price to pay when you say when you pick the road less travelled. We're talking to a guy at the cafe this morning yeah. about this. Yeah. Very thing, weren't we? Mm-hmm. It's like how's your day? And he said, oh, it's yeah, it's not panning out so well. I've got a plumber coming around to the house because something's happened and it could be this and it could be that. And, you know, his language is, oh, there's always something. You know how it goes. And it's like, well, is it supposed to be like that? Is 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 it okay that every day there is things thrown up that are, are challenges for us to overcome, you know? Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds. You know, that stuff that we hate hearing about is life supposed to have challenges in it to develop character or is it supposed to be smooth sailing? Like if it was smooth sailing the whole time, what would we have to talk about? Exactly. Kylie's looking for a Bible reference. How cool. So we wanted to jump on this morning. We had a a prompting as we were having a coffee this morning. We thought, wow, it would be really cool to get on and talk uh, especially for those guys in the US who sent us uh, that YouTube link to watch that brought about some change in our life yesterday. We wanted to get on because we know it's their afternoon. So to the guys at Legacy Church in uh, Ohio, thank you for putting us on to that Kirby Delanerol teaching. That opened up a couple of miracles, uh, financial miracles for us yesterday afternoon even just watching that, and that was recorded from, I don't know, a month or two ago. So it's not like you even have to watch these things as they're happening, you know, like the God of all things possible is the God of all things possible. Because we live outside of time. You know, really time is this entity that's created, but everything lands in the now. So as we're like watching things and engaging with things and everything in our moment now, it's all now. It's not actually all that time ago or all this time in the future it's all now and the power of now the power of everything being in this moment is also the power of like framing up what can be and what is and that's the beautiful part about it like there was it was like we were in the room with those guys as we were watching it after the fact but it wasn't after the fact at all it was now yes so Sticking with the same theme of the miraculous, if you're looking for something to happen in your life right now, today, there is a decision that you've been wondering about making. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then we just call forth a knock on the door. Mm. Yeah. A ringing of the doorbell, Mm. a phone call from a long-lost friend. Yeah, a text message. Something that you're not expecting to have happen. Yeah, an encounter. Mm. Sometimes, (laughs) Sometimes you just have to put your toe in the water to see the water part. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Mm. And I could, and I, um, I couldn't find the exact reference for that that I was looking for, but it was off that the the Bible verse about being crushed on all sides, like being pressed on all sides but not crushed. Just that in that pressing place where we just feel like it can't get any more difficult. <laughs> the the testimony is that we that we have risen into this place that we we are um like it says, we have been <laughs> crushed but not destroyed. Like we're, we're still here. We're still standing in the midst of all of those things that feel too hard. We're here. Now you were right, Kylie. It's 2 Corinthians 4 verse 8. We are hard pressed on every side yet not crushed. So let this be your testimony this morning, Australian time. This afternoon, the US time, that as you feel like you're facing a difficult decision, a mm. change of direction for you, yeah. you are wondering, should I step outside of my comfort zone? Mm. Let this be the verse that encourages you to take that step. Yeah. 2 Corinthians 4 8, we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. 
yeah. persecuted, but not forsaken, mm. struck down, but not destroyed, always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. So I love that. It's the second part of every single sentence. It's the second part of those powerful verses that mm. as Christian people we seem to sometimes ignore. You know, the mm. thief comes to steal and to kill and destroy. You know, we, we're quite okay sometimes just to focus on that part. But I have come so that you may have life and life in abundance. Yeah, come on. You know, there's a second part to your story. There's yeah. a second part to the difficulties that you feel like mm. that you have right now. And the yeah. second part comes after you making that decision to change yeah. direction. Yep, exactly. It comes in that place of outside my comfort zone. It comes in that place of just, I remember when we were having to make a decision and moving forward, we, I felt like I need to just break out of this box of fear. Which like being, decision was this, Kyle? Oh, one of the gazillion major moment life decisions that we've had to make. <laughs> but we were in Alice Springs at the time and I remember um, going to our friend's house and, I, and they had a swimming pool and it was like this moment where we just looked at each other and we were like, we have to just break out of this box of fear about worrying about what everybody thinks and like we're just going to run out the back door and jump in the pool just fully clothed, just like because it doesn't make any sense. It's so silly. And and we just ran out and did these massive big bombs in the pool with just like all of our clothes on and just to break through like this physical barrier that then allowed us to flow into this, this spirit soul space where we were just like going, okay, we feel like this is so hard right now, but this is just like a really simple physical action that we're taking that is breaking through these mental barriers that are stopping us coming into the fullness of who we already are. So that, it, and it did, it just like we we just jumped into the pool, we were laughing and and out of that place, we just stepped into this new space of like our emotions sat back down in this place where then our spirit man could come in and govern in the way that we we're intended to actually be functioning in our life, which is all of those emotions are seated under our spirit man and our spirit is our the governing force if we allow it to puff out from the centre of our being and to become the ultimate governance in our life. We're hard-pressed on every side, yet we're not crushed. No. We are perplexed but not in despair. We have a decision to make, but let's just jump in the pool. Yeah, exactly. Let's just jump in the pool in this cold water weather. Like if this is that seasonal space where we've moved from our winter period and we're coming into our summer and we're in spring at the moment, it's the perfect time to detox all of that energy, to just like let go of those things that have been holding us back and to come into this beautiful, sweet place of like, there's something new for me. There's something new. The seeds in the winter period, they've been planted. And now is the time for the the fullness to start to spring forward. But it's like we need to actually take action in that space. We need to like not just think about what could be, but actually to activate what could be. Well, it's the same old story, isn't it? You know, like keeping on doing the things that we've always done and expecting a different result. Exactly. Um, yeah. We just, we only want to be an encouragement. We don't want to come on to these things and no. bring miserable stories no. of cars breaking down and all of that <laughs> because we have all of those but we're also right where we are now yeah. because our car was fixed yeah because we didn't end up staying in the place that we didn't want to stay in because yeah. we made decisions that have got us out of places yeah we, we have a we have a lifelong adventurous story of overcoming mm. and yeah. so do you 
Yeah, so be activated today. Like throw that seed into somebody's life. Book that plane ticket that you've been thinking about. Go and make connection with that group of people that you've been thinking about. I should go to that gathering or I should sign up for that program or, you know, I should go and uh, have a cuppa with that old lady that I see. Give someone your last 10 bucks. Yeah, totally. Do something that's just like that stretches your comfort zone. Yeah, or that investment that you've been thinking about risking, oh, I don't know if I should put that into the stock market or not. Actually go and invest it into that person's angel dream business that you know about, that you've known about for a really long time, but you've thought, oh, like, you know, it's such a risk, but everything's a risk. It's all a risk. Let's just like be out there living on the edge and just go and believe in somebody's dream be a part of something that doesn't make any sense because that's what it's all about it's all about just like kingdom sense that's it it makes kingdom sense and that's the part that we're playing at the moment because all of it could be lost tomorrow but all of it could be gained as well because nothing makes sense when we're walking in the kingdom realms. So much of it doesn't to our logical, learned mind. But, you know, you you talk to anybody that has been through any of the great financial crises, 1987, 2001, 2008, like all of these different crises that have happened in our time that people didn't predict certain things, like leading up to these spaces. And there is uh, certain signs in our times at the moment that are signs that are like, okay, things are changing. How do we create a space now where we're preparing for the next? Well, be led into that kingdom space. Be led into that space that is seeing things differently right now before these things are happening in our time. It's like, okay, well, how do I invest in a way that God's trying to do something different? Go with your heart space in that. Go with what he's opening up for things to be transformed and changed in this time for us to walk with wisdom and to walk into the kingdom realms in a different way of framing up how we do things. And yeah, be be led into that space. This is a space for transformation and change. This is a space to be ignited in and partnering with kingdom-minded things. And that looks different. That looks amazing. It looks exciting. And yeah, I, I just feel, I feel something on that. So if this is like a word for you today to just book that plane ticket, to invest in in that person, to uh, pull out of this and, and start that, or to just completely close something. Okay, I'm, this is done. Let's close this and let's start something perfectly new. Let's not wait until we can find someone to sell this thing that we're sick of being a part of. Just close it. Start what is in your heart to start, you know, and and we speak out of that place because we've walked through those times where it hasn't made any sense to, to just close something that on the outside looks like it's going good or maybe we've hoped that that small business that we've been a part of has been our superannuation. Well, sometimes our superannuation is just not staying in it for another five or 10 years. It's actually leaving. It's like leaving our job when, oh, but there's only three, got three years left and then I'll get the big payout that I'm, yeah, but what is that three years of being in something that you're done with? Like, you know, sometimes it's just taking the illogical path is the path that's leading us into something that is expanding our reality and living in the now. Wow. I feel like I need to go. I, need, I feel like I need to do something with my life now. Buddy. I feel like I need to change direction. So as you go about the rest of the day, that was really inspiring and encouraging for me. Um, thank you for sharing. Like every time Kylie talks like that, it makes me want to go and do something different. <laughs> Maybe that's why we move so many times in our life. We just let's go and do something different. We thank you so much for joining us today. And we guess yeah. this is an unusual one. This was unusual as in we hadn't planned or scheduled for this to happen. So thank you to the people that have joined us. Thank you for the questions. Anybody that wishes to get in touch with us further, get in touch with us via yeah. Facebook, via Messenger, via our website, wildfiretribe.com. 
www.thinkingdigital.life. That's the way to get a hold of us. We thank you for listening. We thank you for joining in. Good morning and good evening. See you guys. Have a lovely day. We love you.